everybody. Welcome to another episode of All About the Star right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dave Sturchio, coming to you live from the Man Attic. That's right. It's the Matic. It's the Dave Cave. It's not Flipping Made Easy Studios in Matawan, New Jersey. Uh, you know what? At this time, you just want to be safe. Uh, rather be safe than sorry, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, I got a little congestion going on here, so awaiting a nice little test result, but your boy has been quarantined since before Christmas, to be honest with you, so it's been a while. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I think I've passed my new protocol day. I think I'm uh, able to lift myself off the COVID list once symptoms go away, right? I mean, that is that how it works? Uh, we're, we're, nobody really knows how it works anymore. The CDC decided to, uh, you know, kind of, do whatever they feel like doing at this point, and uh, this is where we're at. So I'm keeping it safe. I'm playing it smart. I'm staying home right now as we get to talk more about the Dallas Cowboys. And boy, oh boy, what a beatdown it was. The Washington football team or the Washington fighting themselves team or the Washington L's, I don't know. You could just call them whatever you want. They are hot garbage. They were hot garbage coming in. They're hot garbage leaving. Might even be hotter garbage, considering they brought their heated benches to a 75-degree uh, arena. Is right. We'll call it an arena because it's controlled environment where it's probably set to 72, like every normal household except mine, that I needed to be ice cold in my house at all times. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this from start to finish was an absolute beatdown. Uh, the Washington football team came in. Obviously, Tyler Heineke was their guy. Uh, great, you know, like... Uh, scary Terry wasn't so scary because they decided to try him on the first play of the game in which Trayvon Diggs came down with pick number 11 on the season. Um, and it was just off to the races from there. There was no, there was a stall out drive to start. Right. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, well, you know, we got to get this offense going, you know, this, this, this has to be the week to get it done. Um, and it, it stalled out first and you're like, oh, okay, you know, and you're skeptical, but then once that interception happens and, and the entire sideline goes absolutely nuts, like it's just one of those things where you just knew right then and there in that moment that it was time for, for us to go to work. And, and the Cowboys went to work. Uh, they absolutely stomped all over the Washington football team. Um, 56 total points scored, uh, scoring from all ends, uh, another blocked punt, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but the Dallas Cowboys have blocked more punts this year uh, than in the last 18 years of a franchise. They did not block one punt in the Jason Garrett era, uh, not one. So that's a, that's an actual fact. So shout out to Bones Fossil, as we've probably given him a little too much shit over the course of the you know the time uh, that he's been here. But also, you know, shout out to him. That wasn't even a blitz, man. That wasn't even a punt block. That was just Corey Clement balling out and doing his thing. Uh, but there's so much to get into. Obviously, the seedings in the NFC did not move in regards to the Cowboys. Uh, they get themselves the, their big win. The Packers also squeaked by, by the way. Shout out to the referees not calling anything uh, for that interference call that was not to be had. It seems like Green Bay always has the, the referees in their back pocket along with Aaron Rodgers. You you know, you know dice that up together, and you got yourself a recipe for success all the time. So that's that. Uh, in any event. There's uh so the, the game's obviously played. We get the win. Uh, also, like I said, like I said before, seedings didn't move. Um, also, I want to say that I all I called this about the Cardinals. I said that the Cardinals were frauds, and I said that the Cardinals would fold like a lawn chair. And here they are, outside looking in as far as the division winners. So they've clinched a playoff spot. Great, you know, great, good for them. But right now, the Rams have taken over the NFC West, and that you know leads me to believe that. 
In a three-way tie, the Cowboys would take it. In a two-way tie with the Bucks, the Cowboys would not take it. But the Cowboys just have to win out. As long as they control, they control their own right now in regards to everybody else winning out. So I guess it's not really controlling their own. Um, the Rams have to win out. The Bucks have to either win out or lose out. Uh, the Cowboys obviously have to win out for them to grab the number two and lock and stay there uh, for the for the remainder of the postseason. But if you think about it. Uh, I don't know how much uh, you want the one at this point. Well, let's start off with the game, obviously. Dak Prescott has been told that he's in a slump, that he's been playing poorly. And look, he'll be the first one to tell you he is playing poorly. We watched the games the last couple of weeks. He is playing poorly. There was times where we just we didn't know what to think about Dak Prescott going forward because A, was he still hurt? B, was he in his own head? It just there's so many intangibles that go into this, and I think that Dak Prescott finally decided to say, "Hey, look, I gotta right the wrongs. How do I do it? Oh yeah, let me try to do this on national TV in front of the entire world." And he did that. He did that, bro. He absolutely lit up that scoreboard so many times that you know, in Madden back in the day when I used to play my friends, twenty-one nothing. You gotta quit. That's the game, bro. You you get you gotta restart the game. That's that's not. That's not an option, ladies and gentlemen. You you don't just get to continue to play. So the Cowboys were up big early, right? And then halftime, they're you know they're debating on Twitter whether they should rest the starters the entire second half. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, time out. Like we saw what happened the last time we played the Washington football team. Can we not? Can we not do this again? Can we not like get into that mode of complacency? Uh, so the Cowboys went out there. They played their starters uh, a little bit. You saw the the utter disgust and sadness on the face of of Randy Gregory and and uh, Micah Parsons when they're sitting there like, oh, we want in, we want in, and they just weren't letting. They weren't. They weren't getting back in. Eventually, they would on third down packages, and and the rest is history. Another sack for Micah Parsons. Another big, big play by Randy Gregory in which he got his photo op, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was That's what everybody was waiting for. He got it. Um, a, a, a brilliant game. A brilliant game out of Amari Cooper. A, after saying that he needed the ball more, there was one trick play that, again, don't agree with it, but, again, they ran it, and if they ran it well, it probably would have went for a first down. Um that was deep in the heart of uh, Kellen Moore's bag uh, of tricks. But um, I will say, Amari Cooper played his ass off. A lot of catches, getting open, catching a touchdown. Um, obviously, you know, the rest of the guy, Gallup had a great catch. CeeDee Lamb, I can't say enough about this guy as far as his ability to catch a ball over the middle and hold on to the ball. There were so many times he got whacked in the back, and I just thought for sure that he would have let go uh, of the football. And there, lo and behold, there he is, you know, time and time again, super reliable. Um, and, and there he was, and, and it was just a, a testament to show you how many weapons. I mean, Dalton Schultz had himself another great game. Guys, I want to let you guys know something, a little bit of a personal story here. I was down 71 fantasy points going in, and I'm one of those guys that played the homer on, on, on this season in one league in particular, and that's my home league, right? I got Dak. I got Zeke. I got Schultz. I got Lamb. I got their defense. That's five of the nine positions are Dallas Cowboys. That's not a recipe for success because if they have a bad game, you're not going to win either, right? So, I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. I rode with these guys down 71 points. Guys, I had the lead at halftime. That's how good the Dallas Cowboys offense together did. It was, it was Schultz. It was Zeke who got into the end zone. You get double points when he throws to Zeke and he throws to Schultz and he throws to – it's just – it was an onslaught from the jump, and and the Washington football team should be absolutely embarrassed to be fans of their team today because as they wake up, here's what you have. 
You have a bench that you got to ship back. Why you brought your benches beyond me? I have no idea. It's it's almost disturbing how bad you want to be the Dallas Cowboys at this point. Secondly, um, the fight that happens on the sidelines between uh, Deron Payne and I don't know, was it Sweat? I don't even know. Who cares? They're fighting each other. Okay, like it's caught. There's a million cameras. You're never gonna get away from something like that. That was caught on live television in front of the whole world, right? Then you got Daniel Snyder as one of the biggest pieces of garbage owners in the sport of football. And it's just you mix that all up with a talentless team. The only person on that team with any kind of talent right now is sitting on the sidelines with an ACL tear. And that's Chase Young. I feel bad for Chase Young. He's got he's to start his family out there in Washington. That's, that's the problem. You know, you, you get drafted by these dog shit teams, and then you're, you're stuck. You're absolutely stuck. Right, so then you got guys like Antonio Gibson. He was good, right? Right. He there was a couple times he broke loose a little bit, but again, his injuries. He's just injury prone. All of a sudden, he's just. It's just ah, God. It's like it's just. Whew. Um. I said like nine minutes worth in one breath. <laughs> you know, like this Dallas Cowboy team ran away with this game, and this is exactly the game that I predicted. It was exactly the game that I, uh, I, I just, I, I just knew it had to happen the way it happened. Because if you went out there and almost caught one close with the Washington Football Team again, people wouldn't be talking about you like they're talking about you this week. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. It drops on Wednesdays every week right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. All the talking heads, every single show. How dangerous can the Cowboys be? How blah 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 blah. Guys, where are you? Where were you last week? Where were you the two weeks? But we won three games on the road, and you wanted to show us no respect. You were just looking for the next hole. You were looking for the next uh, controversial topic to talk about with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, here's your topic. We're the number two seed, mother effers. How about that? We're the number two seed. We're 11 and four. That's 11 wins and four losses, okay? This team is built right now to make the run that we all want them to, to make right now, okay? It is absolutely on the Dallas Cowboys to win it this year. I'm not, listen, I'm never on this horse. I'm never the one to say, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's do our best. Let's go out there and try our best. This team, this defense, this offense is built to win this year. There is nothing in my mind that says, well, it might come down to this, and I'm not so sure about this. Dak Prescott is a natural-born winner. He is a Kobe Bryant replica when it comes to Mamba mentality and never, ever accepting mediocrity. The kid is a winner. He's a he's a natural-born leader of this Dallas Cowboys team, okay? And then you stack Zeke getting better and healthy. You stack Tony Pollard doing what he does each and every week, slicing and dicing up those, those defenses, and then the best three trio in the world right now, and that's Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb. You can't tell me nothing. Don't you dare tell me uh, the Bucks because guess what? You got to be on the field to be the best, right? Michael, uh, Mike Evans, out with COVID. Uh, Chris Godwin, tore his ACL. He's out. Antonio Brown, lost his mind three years ago, so he's in, I guess, you know, if you want to consider that. Then you can, I don't know, toss uh, Cincinnati at me, right? Jamar Chase, great stud. Tyler Boyd, amazing player. Same with, um, who the hell is their other guy? Uh, Higgins, right? They're all good, right? Not the Dallas Cowboys. Adam Thielen, uh, Jefferson, there's only two of them there, not the Dallas Cowboys. There is not another team in this league that can cover all three of those receivers at one given time. This team is turning the corner at the right time. As God is my witness right now, the Dallas Cowboys can and 
dare I say, will, dare I say, will win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, this team is built from the ground up, according to Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, and, and, and just you know uh, Dan Quinn. They put the team, they put their thumbprint on this team right now for it to win. There was a slump, quote slump, with Dak Prescott. There was just he was just getting healthier, guys. He was just getting healthier. He's just getting healthier now. He ran last week. There was a couple times in the Washington football team game that he ra- I can't believe I'm still saying Washington football team. The Skins game, and I don't care what you say. If you want to cancel me, cancel me. Do whatever the hell you want to do. But I'm saying in that game, the kid ran. Okay, he saw green pastures in front of him. He took it, tucked it, ran. That's something we haven't seen out of Dak Prescott in the last couple weeks. And whether he's trying to change his game or not, which definitely is a thing. He can change the style of play. Russell Wilson did it. He used to be run first, right? Then he became an amazing pocket passer. Now he uses the run when you need to use the run, right? So, um, in, in any event... They're doing their thing. Uh, they're they're absolutely crushing it, um, and and I think that this team is built for for now. I think this team is built to win now because next year, when Randy Gregory's contracts up, when Michael Gallup's contracts up, there's there's ways to wheel and deal, and I'm sure they'll obtain and recruit and keep the guys they want to keep. But boy, oh boy, you saw the emotion on the sidelines and up in the booth. Dan Quinn was absolutely out of his mind for DeMarcus Lawrence's uh, amazing athletic play, and I've been telling you guys for weeks about this guy that all you got to do is give him a chance, and he's going to show you why how, and how valuable this guy is to be on this squad. I'm sweating right now in the man attic. I am sweating. I have to towel off. I got to take a break because when we come back, we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to talk about the seeding. We're going to make a prediction. And then, uh, yeah, it's on to week 17, which, by the way, used to be the fa- the final week of the year. But here we are uh, with another week of football to play in week 18, the following week. So there's a lot to go over. I'll be back right after this. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. All right, welcome back to All About the Star right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Dave Sturchio here joining you uh, in another victory week. The Dallas Cowboys are 11-4. and four. We're rocking, we're rolling right now. Uh, we're having a good time, and of course, you got to admit, man, it's it's an exciting time to be a Cowboys fan. It's not an exciting time if you're a talking head right now because you're being proven wrong. Uh, Emmanuel Acho, or whatever the hell your name is, uh, I know a lot of people who went on a blocking spree <laughs> for you this week, bro. Um, I think that I think it's very apparent now, um, and they're not even hiding it anymore that these guys are coming out uh, as actors now. They're not. They're not actual sports analysts they are paid actors by fs1 by espn by all these networks these mainstream networks this is why as you're listening to the sound of my voice on a podcast right the podcast world the content creator world and i'm talking about the youtubes which you can find our daily show every day monday through friday at 11 o'clock right but you can also find skywalker steel you can also find jay tuck you can find these guys on youtube right because those guys 
Those are the ones that are in-depth analysis on your Dallas Cowboys. They're going to give it to you straight. They're going to always give it to you, uh, even if you don't want to hear it, right? They're not. They're going to. They're going to talk some truth into the world of podcasting, okay? Uh, because, or, or again, content creation, YouTube videos, whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever your field, that's what they're going to do for you. You can't go on these networks and listen to this crap every day. And I'm going, I'm, I'm basing this off of what I've seen because again, I've put myself in quarantine, right? And I've, I'm watching this stuff all day long, or at least it's in the background, right? And every single topic bar, there are 32 teams in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys knew that, but according to these networks, there's only one, okay? And it's the Dallas Cowboys. I know they generate clicks. I know they generate revenue, and I know they generate, uh, you know, views on your on your program or program, right? But this is enough, man. You guys have wrote us off after losing a couple games in a row to Kansas City, who are potentially going to be the AFC champion, by the way, and and then losing to the Broncos, who are potentially could have been a playoff team. The Chargers we beat. The Raiders are potentially a playoff team. So the teams we're losing to aren't the schmucks of the world, okay? I don't understand. Like, you can't even say that about any of the teams we lost to. The teams we've beaten, here's a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, and I say ladies and gentlemen a lot, don't know why, but here's a reminder. Cowboys went on the road in Foxborough, won that game. They went on the road in L.A., SoFi Stadium, where they might play one more game later on this year. Uh, I'm sorry, in 2022, right? They went out there. They won that game. They went to Minnesota. Cooper, Effin, Rush won a football game in Minnesota, okay? You want to talk about frauds, Minnesota is your frauds, okay? This Dallas Cowboys team has beaten the beatable, and I'm telling you right now, don't blame us for being in the NFC East. Don't do that. Don't sit there and tell me that because of the Cowboys playing the NFCs, that's why they're 11 and 4. Guys, the Green Bay Packers are 12 and 3 right now and they play with Detroit, Chicago, and Minnesota. Okay? So let's let's be honest here. The harder division is the NFC East because the only team in that division uh, over there in the north are the are, are uh, the Vikings, I guess. I guess that's not even that's not even a thing. Whew, getting worked up here. My goodness. I mean, look, I shouldn't be getting worked up because the Cowboys are 11 and 4. Uh, that's great, right? <coughs> There's the uh, the old co- uh, the cough, right? It's there. It's just, it, it exists, right? I'm not going to sit there and edit that all day. I coughed. It is what it is. Uh, I'm not spreading anything to you guys. You're just listening to this. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if the CDC said don't listen to uh, podcasts who guys who are sick because they can get uh, a, a wavelength through your eardrum and all of a sudden you have COVID uh, or any kind of sickness for that matter. But in any event, big week coming up. The Dallas Cowboys are playing the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know that players don't believe in bulletin board material. I get that, but I don't buy it all the way. Uh, truth be told, back in June – Kyler Murray was uh, seen or, or asked about why he didn't like the Cowboys being a Texas kid growing up. His reply, the Cowboys were ass. That's why. So little bitch-made Kyler Murray goes off and decides to root for, I'm sure, a winning team. And then eventually you see a, a photo surface online of him wearing a Terrell Owens Cowboys jersey, and he's chilling in the upper deck of Dallas Stadium or Texas Stadium. So let alone right there, he's a liar. Secondly, uh, you just bit off something that you probably didn't want to do. You do not want to piss off the, the the angriest and most ferocious defense going right now. 
All right, the Dallas Cowboys are killing quarterbacks. Okay, they are eating them for breakfast. And Kyler, you got no weapon on the outside anymore, boy. You can you can throw that ball to AJ Green all you want. You can try to chuck it up to Christian Kirk all you want. This isn't gonna work. Not this week. Okay, I've never been more confident. When you go into a game like this, when the Cowboys are eleven and four and the Cardinals are ten and five, right? When you look at that on paper, you're like, oh man, I don't know, you know. And even when the schedule came out, I'm like, ugh. There's going to be that one home loss that makes us all angry, and then we finish it strong, right? Guys, I'm confident going into this week. I've never been so confident. I am Connor McGregor walking around my man attic as we speak right now. Okay, maybe not now, but like when I'm up, I'm doing that, right? I am confident that this Dallas Cowboys team can do to the Cardinals what they just did to the the Washington football team. Maybe not put up a 50-burger, maybe not even put up a 40-burger, but dominate on both sides of the ball, score some points when you need to, and win the game handily. I think that's what can happen. I really do. The Cardinals are now riddled with injuries. D-Hop, no more. DeAndre Hopkins, done, right? Then you have problems with James Conner. He might be done, right? I don't know. I have to look into that because I've heard that he's good, he's not good. It doesn't matter. In any event, Kyler Murray has not been able to show you, and you saw it last week against the Colts, who were down Leonard. They were down their best defensive player, and Kyler Murray still couldn't get it done. So what's that tell you? Okay, that tells me that tells me that Kyler Murray is shook. He's shook without his guys, and I think that if if <laughs> if you look at Kyler Murray as a whole, and he could have picked any defense to play right now, the Dallas Cowboys would be defense number thirty-two that he would want to play right now because those boys are hungry. And what they showed last week against uh, Joe Schmo number Heineken or whatever the hell his name is and, and everybody else that they've played up until this point, they are getting in the quarterback's ass, okay? That is happening every single time. Every down, I'm waiting for a sack now. I've never felt like that ever in my entire life of being a Cowboys fan. I've never felt that each and every time the ball is snapped, we can get to the quarterback. I feel that now because we did not have all three of these guys. We did not, and it's a beautiful thing, man. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing to have all three of these guys upright, ready to rock, no COVID, no bullshit. They're in, and they're going to get the job done, and that's, and not to discredit anybody else who's doing work on that defensive line. Dorrance Armstrong, right? Terrell Basham, they're all doing work on the defensive line, and they're all doing fantastic things. You look behind them, you know, guys, they're just coming up clutch. Boss man fat finally got a start, right? Calvin Joseph gets a start in lieu of Jordan Lewis missing the game. He did amazing. And that's exactly why we drafted him in the second round. We knew the capabilities. We knew the expectations. And we knew the potential that this kid showed. He showed it. And he had six targets, one catch for minus two yards. That's that's your stat line for your day. Are you kidding? Everybody's clicking right now. And I guess the only thing. The only thing that could derail this Dallas Cowboys team right now is Greg Zerline. I know he didn't do anything wrong this past week. He went seven or eight for eight with extra points, right? 56, eight for eight. I just need you to be consistent, Greg. I don't need you missing any field goals on the road. I don't need you missing any extra points. Those are deflators. When you score a touchdown and the whole world gets up for you and you miss the extra point, the whole world goes down with you. Okay, or at least when I say world, I mean like Cowboy fans. Um, But yeah, that's the only thing that really worries me right now. Mike McCarthy even doesn't worry me right now. He's in this zone where he keeps telling you and preaching to you that this is the first goal and we got more things to accomplish and we got, you know, 
This is the first hat or T-shirt, and that might have been a different coach. But all in all, I could say right now that Mike McCarthy has these guys playing for him, and that's big come December, right? That's big down the stretch. We're going to go into January. We got ourselves a game, literally, this Sunday against the, uh, the Cardinals and then the following Sunday against the Eagles. Boy, oh, boy, what a week it's been. The Cowboys are in the, the minds of everybody. They're in the mouths of all the talking heads, and don't listen to them. Do not listen to all the talking heads. Listen to me. Listen to the content creators out there. Listen to the blogging, the Boys Podcast Network. Those guys know what they're talking about. Do not listen to Skip and Shannon. Do not listen to Acho and whoever the hell his co-host is. Do not listen to Max Kellerman talk any sports outside of boxing. Do not listen to Stephen A. Smith. Do not listen to any of these clowns because that's what they are. They all go to work. They put on a mask. Okay, they put on a mask and they talk their shit and they see who can we piss off today. You've pissed off Cowboys Nation enough. Whereas when we win this fucking thing, when we win this entire thing, we are going to be intolerable. If you thought Cowboy fans were bad now with Weed M Boys and all this other shit, if you thought for one split second that we were bad now, just wait. Just wait until we win that Lombardi in February. Okay? With that, I'm out of here. We're going to beat the Cardinals. 33 to 21. Okay. So they're going to score some points. Kyler Murray's going to put, he'll probably, he'll, he'll scramble around a little bit. It won't be a blowout like that, but 33 21 is my blowout because 33 points against any NFL team is pretty good. 33 21. Dallas Cowboys go to 12 and 4. And lo and behold, let's see somebody trip up. Let's see Aaron Rodgers trip up. Let's see Tom Brady eat the dirt again. You know, let's see. Well, we need the Rams to win, so go Rams. Uh, but in any event, the Cowboys are going to keep the two seed rolling in. Hopefully the Eagles lose this week. I mean, they probably won't. <laughs> they play to watch the football team again, I think. Um, so that's a wrap. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, you want the Eagles out of the playoffs. I don't want anything to do with them in the first round at all if, if that's where we got to play. I don't want to play Philly for a third time. No way, no hell. Uh, I know a lot of people salvage that moment. I do not. Uh, so with that being said, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, there is a new way to support Chop Sports, and if you want to do that, that'd be great. You can go to Chop Sports on Patreon, okay? There are three tiers in which tier one, literally general support. If you can supply $3 a month for Chop Sports, it would warm my heart, okay? So if you're listening to the sound of my voice, go check it out. It's probably on all my social medias, at Dave Sturchio or Chop Sports Sturch on Instagram. Um, there's other tiers where you can obviously get merchandise discounts, <coughs> VIP access to all of our events that we're going to host in 2022. There's a lot of cool stuff to be offered, and if you want to support us, that's how you do it. There's also merchandise, um, and I just there's just so much stuff. Chopsports.shop for all the merchandise. But thank you, thank you, thank you for the downloads. A couple weeks ago, we had our highest downloaded show um, since I've started this podcast. So it keeps moving in the right direction. I do thank you guys all for listening, and I will see you guys next week with the 12-4 and 4 Dallas Cowboys.